Hey everyone, Brandon, the sterile guy here for the Sterility Virility podcast. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode number three. And I thought maybe today we could just do some uh, some studying for the CRCST. I thought maybe we could do a, a few true or false questions, kind of test your knowledge, see how you're doing for that test, see if you got it down, you know. Uh, before I get into that, let's let's talk about things that are going on. Um, have you guys seen those new study flashcards that I have on the website? They're pretty freaking nice. Yeah, you can jump on there and uh, pre-order those now if that's something you want. It's a uh, 200 set, 3x5 flashcards, front and back. Super high quality. I s- surprised myself with this one, but... I know, long time coming. People have been asking me forever for physical flashcards, and I've been putting it off and putting it off, but you know what? Not anymore. They're here. But anyways, um, why don't I go ahead and get into some questions, and we can kind of chat about these as we go through it and see how it goes. Uh, for question number one here, since sterile processing technicians do not handle money, Ethics considerations do not apply to them. True or false? If you answered false, you're absolutely right. Yeah, because ethics doesn't apply just to money. I mean, if it only applied to money, we wouldn't really give a crap about the patients or if we cut corners or whatever. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense, right? Let's move to true or false. Question number two. SP technicians, sterile processing technicians, practice resource management when they control costs and reduce waste. True or false? Do we practice resource management as sterile processing technicians? If you answered true, that's right. We absolutely do. Yeah. We're responsible, you know, for a lot of things. This is some really expensive equipment, really expensive instruments. We have a lot of disposable items, you know, resource management. It's important. At the end of the day, you know, it's easy to think, well, the hospital doesn't truly care about me. It's just money, right? But when it comes down to the bottom line and they're cutting your, your budget, which means cutting positions, it's kind of important. So it's definitely something to think about. Question number three here, sterile processing technicians must be able to identify approximately 100 surgical instruments in order to be proficient in their job. Is that true or is that false? 100 surgical instruments to be proficient. Man, if I only had to learn 100 to be proficient, that would be freaking amazing. But the answer to that is false. You got to learn way more than 100 to be proficient. There's a lot of sets that have more than 100 different types of instruments. So, yeah, that's definitely false. Question number four here. Sterile processing technicians must be able to adapt to change. True or false? 
There's never change in a sterile processing department. We don't. We don't deal with change, right? No. Of course we do. It's definitely true. Yeah. Change is on the daily, right? We're moving around cases. We decided to cancel all the cases in this room and add on six more. I'm sorry you built the case cards, right? Yeah. Change is like a everlasting component of sterile processing. Question number five here, because all sterile processing departments are structured alike, healthcare facilities use one standard job description for all sterile processing technicians. Is that true or is that false? All sterile processing departments are structured alike. Huh. I don't know about you. I've been in a lot of different sterile processing departments. Not one of them matched another one. That is definitely false. Yeah. That's why training and the, the different parts of sterile processing, the type of equipment, everything is totally different from sterile processing to sterile processing. It's definitely, yeah, there's no alike about it. Question number six here, personal protective equipment or PPE is required in the decontamination and sterile storage areas. Is that true or is that false? Decontamination and sterile storage areas. If you answered false, that is correct. Yeah, you definitely need PPE in the decontamination, but you actually don't in the sterile storage. Yeah. Which is interesting because, you know, that's a place where we want limited traffic. We want to protect our instruments. You'd almost think we'd wear gloves or something, but yeah, no, nothing. Well, something. I mean, we don't wear nothing in there, right? I, I hope not. I don't know how you do it. I guess sterile processings aren't alike, so you do you, boo. Uh, question number seven here. Good communication skills are an important part of a sterile processing technician's basic job requirements. Good communication skills. Yeah, true or false? If you answer true, that is definitely true. We got to have some good communication skills. There's a lot of priority trays. There's a lot of different learning. There's a lot of different changes. We're dealing with nurses and doctors and surgical techs and clinics and all kinds of stuff. We definitely got to have some pretty, pretty, I don't want to say stellar, but, you know, elevated communication skills. Let's just say that. Elevated is good. Question number eight here. Sterile processing workflow can be divided into the handling of three categories of items. Soiled, clean, and sterile items. Is that true or is that false? Does the workflow truly come down to three categories? If you answer true, that is correct. That is absolutely correct. You have basically your decontamination, your prep and pack, and your sterile storage. I mean, that's just the way the sterile processing works. You have a place for soiled, dirty instruments to come in, to go through the process to get cleaned and disinfected to a level that is safe to handle, right? And then they move to prep and pack. They're not sterile. And they're not dirty. They're just clean. It's kind of that middle middle road, right? Once they go through that sterilizer, bada bing, bada boom, it's time to send them to the OR. 
because we have completed the process. Yeah, that's for sure. Question number nine, the use of good verbal communication skills is the most important and most useful skill for sterile processing technicians to provide or obtain information. That's a long one. Let me read it again here. The use of good verbal communication skills is the most important and most used skill for sterile processing technicians to provide or obtain information. Is that true or is that false? If you answered false, that is correct. Yeah, that is not the most important. It's definitely an important one. Communication is very, very, very important. But I would not say that's our most important priority. There's plenty of other stuff pushing on that. And let's do a final question here. Question number 10. Since modern SPDs are virtually risk-free, sterile processing technicians need not be concerned with safety practices. This is almost kind of a dumb question, but true or false? If you answered false, that is absolutely correct. SPDs are not risk-free, my friends. There is a lot of contamination and all kinds of stuff floating around. And that's just not in sterile processing. That's in the entire hospital, you know? Like doctors coming out of surgery, wearing their booties into the cafeteria, that blood on them. Come on, man. I see that crap all the time. Just makes me wonder, like, all that education just gone to waste. You know, it's crazy. Well, I hope you guys liked this episode of asking some questions. Um, I'd love some feedback. Let me know how you best want these to work for you. Do you want longer episodes of asking questions? Do you not want them at all? I don't care. Just give me some feedback. I'm here for you, right? I just like to talk. And there's a microphone here, so I'm on talking to it. But hey, Brandon, the sterile guy here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sterility for Realty podcast. I love you guys, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Did you like that episode? <laughs> I knew you would. That's okay. Why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button? Make sure you don't miss any future episodes. And screw it. While you're there, why not give a five-star review? Help a friend out. Support the podcast. You know, it's not like you're paying for this. It's free. <laughs>